Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with uh, an extraordinary person, a wonderful actress and wonderful model, award-winning on on both ends. Uh, but her her life is is so much more than that, and uh, and it's the struggle that uh, that has gotten her to where she is. And by the way, she's on the rise. Blanca Blanco is our very special guest, and she is a a, a, a new author. And it's called the book. Her memoir is called Breaking the Mold. And what a life story she's had and is telling. And I'll tell you, it's just getting started really for her. But what, what a way that she's come. And, you know, when it uh, all comes down to it, we need some hopeful stories. We need some inspirational stories. And, and Blanca has one to tell. Blanca, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me in your show. Yeah, well, thrilled to have you. And uh, if you don't mind, let's uh, l- let's get a little bit of your history. And again, we want people to buy the book, so don't give everything away, right? Um, yeah. And I, but if you can start from the beginning, where were you born? Where were you raised? Yes, um, I was born in Watsonville, California, by Santa Cruz. And then when I was a few months old, we moved back to Mexico. My parents were born in Mexico. So I lived there until I was eight, and then we moved to uh, Washington State. And when we were in Washington State, we experienced severe poverty. Um, we lived in a car garage, and we had eyes on the walls, and we didn't really have much resources. And so my book is about resilience and overcoming hardships. I just thought... Go ahead. I just... Yeah, I just thought that it was appropriate, with especially with everything going on right now, with so much um, poverty and abuse and everything that is changing. And and I wrote it during the lockdown, and so it was. It's my first book, and it's on Barnes and Nobles and Amazon. Well, and get, so, you'll get if I could. You're, you're getting rave reviews already, and it's uh, uh, <laughs> people are are raving about it. And and quite frankly, we need. Uh, some positivity out there, and and when you look at what you've overcome, uh, it's inspirational for for so many people. But a lot of Latinos uh, coming up, and I I think a book like this could be very encouraging to uh, a, a lot of immigrant uh, children, mm-hmm. not only uh, the the ones coming from uh, uh, South America and Mexico and and uh, Central America, but all over the all over the world, people coming here. And uh, and facing all kinds of prejudice and all, all kinds of oh, yeah. a, a book like this, like breaking the mold, is uh, it, I think is it's a very important book. Yes, thank you. Yes, I I totally agree with you because I know we experienced a lot of discrimination when we moved to Washington and and throughout the years, even in LA. Um, whenever you know when you're ethnic, um, you tend to get more. Um, I guess looks, you know, people are just like wondering where you're from and everything. And so a lot of um, prejudice also is, you know, happens. And I know that I, in my book, Breaking the Mold, I share a few experiences uh, of discrimination and prejudice that I experienced, but I, I didn't want to put it in the book because of the 
terminology, you know, the vocabulary that is totally not my nature, but it was told to me, like, it, by people, like, and I thought it is important that I share because it is a problem. And especially, I feel that during the pandemic, um, there's more, it, it seems like there's more discrimination, too. Yeah. So I just really thought, yeah. yeah. Well, let me let me just jump in again, and I, you know, one of the things that one would uh, one would immediately ask is, uh, and, and when you go from Mexico or even from uh, from California to uh, to Washington State, uh, the climate is, is so uh, tremendously different, and I, I can't imagine that you were prepared to uh, to have those differences. You mentioned ice being on the wall of an mm -hmm. garage. Um, but I mean, just even the clothing and and the oh temperature, I imagine was terrible. Oh yes, it was definitely shocking because well, we we were able to get some coats and gloves from the Salvation Army and and also some teachers would give us some gloves and you know my parents were didn't have finances, so it's not like they they couldn't buy it you know they just couldn't because there was no money so we were able to get from the salvation army some clothes that was appropriate for the environment because coming out from mexico it was hot <laughs> and so definitely i did learn um, from that experience I, I share how i was able to learn adaptability you know i was able to you know, go through the changes and also like work every day to to better myself as a kid. You know, I, I knew that I wanted to break the cycle. I didn't want to repeat history. I didn't want to be. I felt that if my intelligence would get me far, like I would use that. And so that's what I did. So I learned every day and I put a lot of effort in school. I ended up getting a master's degree and um, with honors, but I didn't want to come to LA until I had my foundation with my education because I saw how it affected our family and an immigrant family coming to America and we had limited um, language. Um, we didn't speak English, you know, so we had limited opportunities. And so I knew that how important education would have made a difference, as, you know, if we were, when we were younger. So I wanted to focus on that. Let me remind folks that may just be tuning in a little late or turning on their radios a little late. Blanca Blanco is our very special guest, and she's an award-winning actress and model. And uh, she, uh, she has put together a wonderful memoir. Um, for her, I, it, you know, it's, it's uh, living her history back for for so many people i think they're going to find it so inspirational and i've ordered mine and i urge everyone to order two buy two of these get one for yourself and one for someone who's trying to make it out there and and maybe uh, feeling a little discouraged uh breaking the mold is the name of her book it is a must get please buy this book it is terrific and i i imagine one day uh you you could you could see this on screen and uh, get it early on. Uh, Blanca, is it impossible for you uh, being an actress and, and, you know, being so visual, uh, is it impossible to write a book like this without imagining what it would be like on, on TV or in the movies? No, it wasn't impossible because I, I had, obviously I lived the experience and I feel that 
there were a lot of emotions that went through every chapter, you know, and and I wanted to capture that in my book. And I felt I feel that it could be on screen, it could be a, a TV series, or it could be um, a film because it has so many layers about personal growth and overcoming hardships. And also just like the whole idea of um, as a child, how you, you know, you, you know, how you're trained, like you work every day on improving yourself and just a whole determination, you know, skills that you develop from traumatic experiences. So that's, that's what my book is about. It's about how if it wasn't for that experience of, you know, living in severe poverty, growing up poor, I, I wouldn't have known how much more resilient I was or how much more determination I had or how capable I was of overcoming hardships. So it definitely, um, I talk about the skills and I also share tools in my book that helped me throughout the years. And I know some people are making copies of the the tools and they, they put it on the fridge. So that's nice to hear that people are, you know, applying and just like reading the book and and getting inspired that that was like the whole goal you know i just wanted to be um basically you know i wanted to share my experience because i haven't really had much of a you know i've been working everything i do is media like for work you know but i haven't really because of the pandemic i i had time to really yeah i'm like okay i'm gonna do my book now since everything's closed <laughs> you know so that you know, that was, that inspired me, like, to be able to finish my book. To... Yeah, I, I just, I, I think it's, I, I, I hope I didn't lose you there. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm I, here. I, I just think it's wonderful, your whole approach to, uh, to the, uh, you know, the, the growth uh, that's needed mm -hmm. to succeed in this, in this world. And somewhere along the line, you you got it as a child, and uh, mm -hmm. and you know I'm I'm sure um, people reading this will uh, will kind of look around their own at their own surroundings and make the comparisons. Let me remind folks once again: you're listening to Blanca Blanco, and she's an award-winning actress and model. And the name of her book, and it is a must-get. Please buy this book, Breaking the Mold. A very inspirational book, and it's uh, it, it's already being recognized, and and uh, it's getting accolades from from everyone. Rave reviews everywhere you go. Breaking the Mold by Blanca Blanco. Uh, let me ask you this: when you when you got up to Washington, and you mentioned uh, teachers giving you gloves, was there anyone who stands out to you outside of a family member? And I'll ask you about a family member later. But uh, is there anyone outside of your family? Uh, that that first made an impression on you that uh, that helped inspire you um, and again somebody outside of your immediate family yes I do have and I talk about her in my book um, mrs. Taylor she was my teacher in, from fifth grade all the way to to you know graduation you know um, and she was like the one that really no matter she knew how we live in a garage how you know, financially, we were not able to do a lot, but she always saw a strength in me that I didn't see at that time. And she would always encourage me, like, you know, you know that you can, you can go to college, you can get an education, you can change your life. Like she was very motivating, and um, and 
and that made a difference for me because um, to have someone besides my family that believed in me and she just met me. And I, I, when you're that little, you just wonder if they're just lying to you, you know, like why is she, is she saying that? Because maybe she's trying to be nice. But then with time you realize that, you know, people actually do care, <laughs> you know? So uh, it was very, um, for me, that motivated me and encouraged me that uh, I was able to see how much potential I had as far as being able to, uh, you know, go to college, even though we we were experiencing poverty. What were your parents doing for a living when you when you got to Washington? So my my mom, she was a babysitter. Like she took care of the of the kids from the migrant workers, and my father was a migrant worker. So he worked in the apple industry. In Did you know as a child that you had it much different than the other children, or uh, was it pointed out to you by the, you know, let's say the mean kids, you know, the bullies? <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. Well, I definitely got bullied a lot in when I first moved to Washington because I didn't speak English, and I, and also they made fun of my, fun of my name because they, it was a similar name. <laughs> so um, I definitely had to, you know, at an early age deal with bullying. But one of the things that I, you know, with time, I realized that people that bully you, they're just very insecure. And they're just like, don't, they don't really have anything else in their life. They have to focus on someone else. <laughs> so I just thought, okay, just ignore, ignore them. And also, you know, with time, you, you get to see that no matter how much, you know, people make you feel like if they make you feel sad because they made a comment, at, at the end of the day, the only the only person responsible of how I, I act and feel is me. So I'm the one that controls it, you know? Not other people are going to change my happiness because they're making a comment, you know? So I, I kind of got prepared to come to the industry here. <laughs> Yeah. Where there's a lot of rejection and a lot of oh yes, you know. like I feel that for sure, rejection is very common, and so I feel that it, it definitely equipped me. You know, I'm able to, you know, come here and and just like that. I went through childhood experiencing rejection a lot, but now that I'm here, like I have more growth. You know, obviously every experience you 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 face, you grow from it. When was the first time that you were bitten by the acting bug or the modeling bug? And what which came first, modeling or acting? Oh, it was acting. When I was in the garage, we we didn't have toys or much to do, so we would do scenes from movies or or just do plays in the garage, and we would play with my si my sisters and or my brothers too, and we would just do scenes. And I always wanted to play the lead role and direct the, you know, the group. And so we pretended we were filming, but we didn't have a camera, you know. And it was it was fun. It, it definitely got us like I just felt like when I was acting in, you know, being someone in someone else's life, it kind of like took me away from that environment for a brief, you know, for a few minutes. So I really just feel um, when I did acting, I feel very like comfortable. Like that's like my passion. 
Uh, and so I, I, I started as a little kid. So I was like eight. And so I always just loved dressing up and pretend that I was in 1800s and, you know, just do different scenes with different uh, whatever props we had at home. Like we would just like be very creative and, and have fun. But that's how it started. And then I, but I also wanted to focus on a foundation because I didn't want to, you know, come to LA and I have a, for me, a foundation is a education. Mm -hmm. Listen, whatever you whatever you did, I mean, you made the right choices. Uh, what a wonderful <laughs> success story this is to everyone out there. Just tuning in a little late, you're hearing the voice of Blanca Blanco, and again, uh, actress, model, and author. She's the author of Breaking the Mold. It is a must get for everyone. Frank McKay here, uh, urging everybody get two of these books. Uh, one for yourself and one for someone who needs a pick-me-up. This is a wonderful success story, and it is, uh, I'm sure one day that you'll see this in, in film uh, on uh, on the screen, big or small. Frank McKay, once again, here with Blanca. Blanca, uh, let me ask you about uh, television and, and or movies. I mean, uh, how much access did you have to TV? Did you have a TV in your house? You know, when we live in the garage, we didn't have a TV. We... Um, we just pretty much, I remember we would go to the laundromat and there was a little lady like that worked there, like she was like older lady and, and she would have a little TV in the, in the laundromat and she would invite us, like she would be, okay, um, on Sunday I'm going to play Grease or I'm going to play this movie. You just come over and watch it. So we would watch it at the laundromat, the movies that we liked. So then eventually we got a TV like two years later, but um, she would loan us movies so we can watch at home. What a wonderful thing to do for, for children. I know, like something that is, you know, it made an impact in my life. And, um, you know, that lady, the, the act of kindness, you know. Did you get involved in school plays or, or anything along those lines? I did do school plays and I, I also did short films when I was in in school and and even at church I would do you know participate in but yeah definitely I was very active in in acting and then also I did sports and I did um, you know volunteer work the the acting and, and later the modeling uh, is, is impressive but uh, the the fact that you you got your undergrad and then went on to a master's degree at yes. being the the child of a migrant worker and you know god bless your parents for for working so hard to to give you uh, uh those, those opportunities i mean and and again i i give you all the credit in the world but um you, your parents and and the other folks that were working beside them uh, it, i i got to believe that there is a big belief in their minds that we're we're here for the next generation and we just want to make that yes. generation much better mm -hmm. um respond to that if you wouldn't mind uh, parents and, and, the, and the parents of of uh, of immigrant children and uh, and them thinking about the next generation. Um, yeah, it's definitely. Um, I, I wanted to just share one thing about um, about my mother. Yes. Um, just before just before I finished my book, she she passed away oh. um, last year, and 
And I thank you. And I read the book, you know, the book because I've been working on the book and we were just, I will go over the information with her and she was, yeah, she, she will remind me of little details that I had forgotten. Like when I had like blisters in my hands from the cold water in the garage, you know, just stuff that as a child you forget. But um, one of the things that my mom, she, um, before, five years before she passed away, she enrolled in college and learned English and became a U.S. citizen. Wow. Is that wonderful? Hey, keep your thought, Blanca. Um, uh, just take a, a quick uh, moment here uh, to remind everyone once again, Blanca Blanco is the author of Breaking the Mold. She's an award-winning actress and model and, uh, and a, not a college graduate, but a, a graduate degree as well. And she is the, uh, the child of, of a migrant worker and, and uh, her late mom, who, uh, who's just it sounds wonderful, and you can see where Blanca uh, gets the drive from. Um, and we lost her uh, last year, and, uh, and, and kudos to her for uh, raising such a wonderful daughter. Frank McKay here once again. And I want to remind everyone once again that and they're listening to Breaking It Down. And our very special guest today is Blanca Blanco. And again, um, actress, model, and she grew up in poverty. She grew up in uh, battling um, prejudice, uh, not uh, English not being her first language, uh, mean kids. Uh, somehow kids making fun of her name, too. That sounds so much alike. I think it, it's helped her now uh, professionally because it goes so wonderfully together. Blanca Blanco and people have gotten to know her, and uh, kudos to her for not... Uh, for not changing that, and uh, uh, just uh, a great, um, a, a great success story. Breaking the mold is the name of it. Please get this book, and you can get it anywhere that they have great books. Blanca, welcome back, and thank you. Uh, address. It. Let's talk a little more about your mom and uh, how how wonderful that is. That you know, five years before her passing, uh, she enrolled in in school. She enrolled in college to to get a better handle on English. Uh, really says mm -hmm. a lot about her as a woman. And uh, if you could, let's spend a little time uh, uh, talking about your mom. Uh, what was her name? And, uh, and and give us a little more information on her. Yeah, her name is Margarita Blanco, and uh, she passed away at 62. Um, she she didn't have, it wasn't COVID, it was a heart failure. And um, she was a very supportive mom and was very caring everybody loved her like she was always given to the community to you know the, her surrounding like she was just like a person that was always there for people like she was like the person if there's an emergency she would go and help them um so she was very kind and so definitely she was like the glue in her family you know she um kept everything like we're a big family we're seven and so um, definitely she's, you know, it was difficult because when she uh, passed away, I, I helped her with hospice. Like I was able to, um, you know, help even my family through the process because I did work as a hospice, um, social worker. When I moved to LA, I did that for a few years and my mom went into hospice care. And so I was like the one in charge helping my family understand the process that we're going to go through um through the you know the end stage you know 
So that was very hard for me because not only I was being a daughter, but I I also had to help my family, you know, like because it was new to everyone. Um, we haven't experienced a loss in our family, like especially in going into hospice care and seeing the person decline on a daily basis. So it, I grew a lot from that experience and I was happy I was able to be there for my mom and took care of her a month before she passed away. Um, and I have it on my book. I have a section on loss and grief. Um, I share some of the what worked for me and maybe it could help others. And I also talk about the anxiety that comes with it. And I share some tools of um, just, you know, for example, just like, you know, even just deep breathing, you know, that like, it relaxes you, keeps you centered, and and just staying mindfulness, like staying in the moment. Um, so definitely, I I feel that it's a book that is about my journey, but I also share tips and um, that work for me and tools that you know I feel that any person could maybe you know get, get something out of it. Blanca, you mentioned Mrs. Taylor. And and sounds she sounds like a wonderful special woman, mm -hmm. and uh, and nurturing and and supportive. And you said you know that that Mrs. Taylor and maybe some others would tell you that there's light at the end of the tunnel and and other mm -hmm. people, like there's a there's an opportunity uh, to succeed. And when you're young, it's difficult oh. to believe all of that. What when did you start believing that it's not just words that these are this is actuality. You could uh, make your own uh, choices and, and and you could determine your own fate. Uh, how long did it take you before you got to that point? Well, it definitely, you know, you're right. When you're a child, it's hard to believe, you know, when people motivate you, they encourage you, but you, it's hard when you are in that environment, like you don't feel that there's like, there's the light at the end of the tunnel, but I I started trusting the you know like I trust you know Mrs. Taylor you know I trust her I try I'm gonna do everything that that I supposed to do because I'm gonna trust that you know there's something there for, you know that it will happen and then I started working on you know reframing you know thinking positive removing the negative of my thinking and just focusing on moving forward. So every day I worked on that, like when I, I was feeling down or I just feel like how how working, doing all this is going to help, you know, like you look at your environment, but then I'm like, you know, my environment is not going to dictate my future. I'm going to change it. So I, every day I work on that, like um, it, it took a lot of hard work because it, you go through a lot of changes. And so I was able to... To, as I got older, I think I was already in 10th grade when I started believing that, yeah, like I'm gonna have a future. Um, and, and definitely like a future that I want to create, you know, not just, I, I wanted something that, that was like out of, you know, out of the environment where I was, you know, like I would tell my mom, like my mom would say to me, oh, you're Luchona. Luchona means like you're a fighter, you work hard. And I remember like, you know, I would tell her of my dreams, you know, and she, they're like, you know, like, oh, I'm going to be an actress. I'm going to move to Hollywood. And, you know, she wouldn't discourage me, but she would just, 
be like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm sure you can, you know, but I'm sure it was hard for them because it's like, how is she going to do that? How is she going to go to college? So I, I definitely, I started believing in myself as I got older that I had the uh, ability to change my path, but I work every day on it. Like, even if I didn't believe in myself in the beginning, like I just worked on it. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to work on it. And then I just started working on the, um, the removing the negative thinking of my, you know, and just focusing on the positives. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. well, let me jump in and remind folks of who they're hearing. Blanca Blanco is our very special guest and uh, what a wonderful story and uh, an amazing uh, career that she's putting together. And it's really just ready to, uh, to take off now. She's an award-winning actress and model. Breaking the Mold is the name of the book. It is a must-get. We encourage everyone to get this book. I am ordering it, and, and please, please, everyone, get this book. Get more than one. Give it out as gifts. And, again, Blanca Blanco is our very special guest. Uh, Blanca, you have six siblings, brothers and sisters. Uh, did any uh, of the other six go to college? Oh, yeah, we're five siblings, and everybody went to college. We all did. Um, went to oh, university. All together, you're the sixth. Oh, we're, we're seventh with my mom and dad, oh, oh, I got and you. then we're five kids, five kids, got yeah. You. Okay, yeah. Everybody went to college and got an, a degree. Wow. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. That was yeah. a tremendous story. Your parents, you know, look, I mean, your parents, I'm sure, are proud of you, but the parents have to, should, should, should have been very proud of themselves uh, also to raise uh, children, even when you're not first generation from Mexico um, or from some, from uh, a country where, where English isn't your first language. Uh, the, the idea of, of uh, just somebody that's been here for generations getting all five of their kids to graduate college is a, is mm. a big accomplishment. But, uh, but for yeah. to get um, children who are first generation, uh, with all the prejudice and all the difficulties and, uh, you know, the learning challenges, uh, what, a, what a wonderful job your parents did. Yeah, and definitely they did. And another thing is that my mom would always remind us she would always tell me, like, you know, you got to work hard. And in the reason we don't have a lot of opportunities, because we're, you know, we did we don't have a degree here. Uh, we don't have the language yet. But you guys can change that. Like, she, you know, she will encourage. And so I was able to see the big picture, you know, like, and that helped also because I knew I didn't want to, I knew how we struggled. Is your, is your dad, and pardon me for not knowing this, is your dad still with us? Yes, my dad, he's, he's alive. Mm -hmm. he, yeah, he lives in, in Washington. Everybody lives in Washington. I'm the only one here. <laughs> yeah, no one else went into the entertainment business. No, I'm the first one. And when I moved to L.A., I moved, I didn't know anyone. Like, I just moved with, you know, after I finished my degree, I moved to L.A. And I, you know, I just, I found a place and I'm just like, okay, I'm here. And and so I, I researched about the industry, how it works and how the system works. And 
And then I started like interviewing people, asking, you know, getting agents and managers and publicists. Like I pretty much, you know, did like an outline of what I needed to do to to be in the industry and the steps. So I worked on that and I that's what I did. But then I I began meeting people, like quality people, because there's a lot of people that are very superficial. And it took me like five years to adapt to this environment because where I come from, you know, smaller town, people are, they, they're like organically nice. Like if they ask you a question, it's not because they just want something from you. They just wanted to know how your day is, you know? And here it was a little tricky because I, I couldn't really, it, it was different. Like I, I got a lot of, uh, you know, I learned a lot of experiences that made me see that. So you have to, you know, with time you meet the right people and, and that's what I did. But I always tell people, they ask me, well, what if I, um, if I have no family, I have no one in the industry, I want to, you know, go, uh, I always say, just do it. Like, um, that means you just have to work harder, you know, other people have it easier, you know, but you just have to push harder and yeah, there's no nepotism, you know, but you, you have your abilities, you know, you can work on your skills. Uh, Blanca, what was uh, what was the first thing you did when you got to uh, L.A.? H how did you make a living? How did you survive? Well, when I moved to L.A., I, you know, I realized that it was a slow process. And I mean, I, I came with the idea that I, I would start acting immediately, but um, it took longer. So I was working, like I booked a few projects when I first got here, but it wasn't for survival. Like it was just like, they didn't pay that well, you know? Yeah. So I began using my degree and I work um, in hospice. So I was doing that in the beginning for, you know, most people come here, they're, they're wait waiters or waitresses. I, I came here and I was a uh, hospice social worker. And um, so I was a... I work with patients that were terminal, and my role was to guide them through the end of life process in the family. You know, let me let, let me say this: I, it's such a different story uh, because you got your degree, because you completed your education, and and you worked in a field that you could, you know, you could have worked in forever. You still could if you if you chose to. Very difficult field, and uh, you know, I, yeah. I know people that are in the hospice. Um, uh, field and boy, it's uh, you, you have to have a certain personality. You're dealing with people as they're leaving this world, but you're leaving um, they're leaving behind people, and that's who you're dealing with. My mother was my late mother was a uh, was a nurse for 40 years, so I I um, uh, it, you know kind of uh, I'm sympathetic with folks that are in the any, any part of the medical field or you know in, in when you get to hospice, I give you a tremendous amount of credit. But yeah, you 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 hit the head uh, nail on the head. Uh, most people are are if they have no education, they're working as waiters, waitresses, bartenders, uh, coat check people, and uh, ushers and valet parkers and things like that. And and kudos to them. Um, congratulations for them going that route. But your your route is much different. It's uh, it's very interesting. It's a, it's a real success story. Again, for those joining us late, breaking the mold is the name of the book. It is a must-get, everyone. Please buy this book. It is inspirational, as you can hear. Blanca Blanco is our very <laughs> special guest, Frank McKay, here. 
and uh, much more important, Blanca is our guest. Uh, what was your first big moment? Your first big break? Uh, you started getting to it, but what was it, what was the first uh, role that you that you booked that that led to other roles coming? Yes, when I first moved to LA, I did a movie, Dark Real, and it was it was a really fun project. And then from that project, I did the same director call me for other projects, and so I. Uh, when I joined the union, I, I it took me maybe like four years to join the union. Yeah. And so once I joined the union, then I just, you know, I was working a lot. I mean, I'm still working. And um, and so I know um, I would do also television um, films and stuff. And definitely like everything just, it, it's a slow process, but it definitely like, the key is to be consistent like you know just stay focused like like you will get there like eventually like you know other people will get there first but you will like it is just a matter of just staying and staying you know with your consistency because when I started like I would see so many people around we will audition and stuff and I don't see none of them now maybe one person so a lot of people went back or um, and not many people end, end up uh, making in the industry. And I think it's because it's, it's a very, you know, like um, it can be a very harsh and it's a lot of uh, emotional pain. So we just have to be prepared, you know, like and, and find your, be kind to yourself and just know that it's not personal. It's the business, like rejection is common. It's like the common, the most common action that you will get. <laughs> Blanca is uh, is is being bilingual a uh, an advantage uh, in your in your field in acting. Is it um, is is it something that uh, that has helped you, or have you gone strictly for American parts? No, um, I am definitely able to work. You know, and I do mostly English work, but I also do Spanish. Um, I feel that you know I don't think about like my label, you know, like who I, like, I think of, okay, if I audition, if, if I, I go to audition, I think of just like the character, you know? Um, and I think it just, the industry has changed from when I started because you, I wouldn't see a lot of Latinos in films when I moved to LA and, and I'm just like, wow, like not many roles. Like you would see not, you wouldn't see lead roles at all. Like when you would go to the castings, it's always like, like you know, maybe like a couple scenes. So I I was hopeful that maybe it would change with time. And I can tell you that from the beginning to now, there's been some changes, like you know, progression in in a positive way. But still, we need more leading roles for Latinos. You know, we um, equal pay. There, there's so much work that needs to be done, but the good thing is that we're all aware that it's happening and we're like all trying to include diversity. I think diversity is so important because the reality is a lot of the viewers are diverse in this country. Like it's just like, um, you know, multicultural. I'm with you 100% country. On, on all of that, but I also think that there's a growing population that is, uh, is growing in your favor for you to be bilingual. Mm -hmm. And uh, and the 
the audience is changing, and you could see it in the programming. You could see it on 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 outlets like Netflix, and yeah. Amazon, and they're becoming more diverse. Therefore, filmmakers are, are playing to what that distribution is and what that audience is. So, I you know, to me. I, I think, and, and I, I applaud it. I think it's a, a wonderful situation for all of I wanted, uh, I have four children. I wanted all of them to learn Spanish. And, and they all kind of did, but not, not as much as I would have liked for them to, to do it. And it's just because we have a different, uh, you know, demographic coming in. And, and there's going to be a segment of the population that they're not going to be able to, to, to talk to if they don't, if they haven't learned Spanish. So, I, I mean, I think I think we're moving in a good direction. I think we're the mm-hmm. next generation is going to be uh, is going to be much more um, understanding and less bullying. Let's say uh, I think if uh, if Blanca Blanco was growing up now with her uh, her, her brothers and sisters, uh, I'd have to believe um, that you'd you'd be in a better world. Not that it's easy now for, for mm-hmm. Latinos to come over, but uh, I, I got to believe it's getting better. Do you see that? Oh, definitely. I, I see. Uh, I definitely see that that is getting better. And I see. I remember when I was in school, which you know, in breaking the mold, I share about some discrimination I experienced at school and just some in some areas, which I will let you guys, you know, check out the book. You know. And but one of the things is that it's so important. Like I, I did see that it has improved from when I was younger to now, like it's, it, it's definitely getting better. You know, like I, I see people more open to diversity. People are like, um, just like in, in another, I think another good thing is with social media, you know, everybody records everything. <laughs> so now people can get like, if, you know, if you, experience what I went through when I was in school uh, and somebody recorded it, like that teacher wouldn't even be teaching at all. You know, like, it's like, like I think that technology has really shifted everything too, which is a a good thing. I agree with you. And and it's honestly, it's, it's going to, we're moving closer and closer to a, a a better world. It's never going to be a perfect world. But uh, the the things that you had to deal with as a child, um, hopefully uh, less and less children uh, coming from different places to come. I mean, this is what America is all about. I, I never and we're just about out of time here, but I, I, I never will understand the prejudice. Uh, against uh, you know all the different people, but especially the the Latino folks, they're you know they basically uh, the the folks coming from Central America and 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 Mexico and South America, uh, they they're Christians, right? And and a lot of the people that are being prejudicial against them are you know are from that same background, religious background. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't understand it. In a generation or two, that you know, that you you were not going to tell the difference between anybody. You know, hopefully people will keep their heritage and 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 not forget where they came from. But uh, yeah, your identity. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. what what can you leave us with? I want to congratulate you on on really uh, what a wonderful career you've put together. Uh, your ed- everything from your education, the book, breaking the mold. Everyone's got to get this book, but. Leave us with something that I haven't asked you. Um, We've we got about a minute or two. And, and before you go, if you could, uh, just uh, give us a social media site or a website where people could follow along with Okay. 
Yeah, one of the things that I hope that you can take away from reading Breaking the Mold is that one can go through traumas and still come out as a survivor. And you can thrive in life. Um, it is a, an opportunity of growth. Every experience that, that we go through, you're able to you know, learn from it and take steps forward. And, and that's what the book is about. It's about motivating people about no matter how difficult the, your situation is or how rough your upbringing was, that you're able to, you gain so much resilience from, from in determination um, because you, you learn skills, you know, from everything that you're going through. And especially with the lockdown, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of, you know, people experiencing poverty. And that's what inspired me to, you know, do my book because I just thought I would see so much homelessness when I was driving home. And I was like, wow, like, um, we need more stories of hope um, and overcoming hardships. And and that's like the main thing that is like the common denominator of my book is it, I share, you know, difficult experiences, but I also share how I learned from it and how it shaped my life and how I'm able to apply that through, you know, now. And, and that's, that shaped me. Like, I wouldn't change the past, you know, the, the past um, shaped me. Like, I, I feel that I'm, you know, I appreciate life more because I, I saw the struggles at an early age. So I feel that I'm more grounded. Like the adaptability skills that you gain from traumas, it's huge. So just remember that you will get from that experience, any trauma, like it, you're gonna get so many skills. Blanca, real quick, a social media site or a website? Yes, um, you can follow me on on Instagram, Blanca Blanco Actress, or you can also follow my book, um, Blanca Blanco Author, on Instagram. And yeah, you can also get the book on Barnes and Nobles or Amazon. And so, so yeah, I'm I'm really excited, you know, to be on your show and. Uh, I, I'm a fan of your, you know, your show, and and so I really appreciate you talking about my book because it, it was a passion project, and I put a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, heart. Uh, like I went through like some, um, like, like a lot of emotions to write my book because it was a uh, very deep, but also um, in, inspires others. That's what I've been getting from the journalist reading the book so just uh, one wonderful uh congratulations on everything on, on thank your career you. the book everything else hopefully we can get a part two from you one day blanca yes <laughs> thank you very much for being here blanca, thank you blanca blanco everyone is the author of breaking the mold please get this book and she's an award-winning actress and model and, and just an inspirational story. And hopefully we'll see it on the screen one day. Blanca Blanco, once again, has been our very special guest. Frank McKay signing off. Breaking the Mold is the name of the book. And we'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down.